everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes, where we discuss the history of the New York Yankees. The goal of the Historic Pinstripe Show is to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. Again, my name is Brian, and I have been a die-hard Yankees fan since I was about seven years old. Today's episode is on my all-time Yankees dream team. And of course, last week's episode was on my all-time Yankee roster. So um, the difference between this week's episode and last week's episode is last week's episode was basically more so kind of like just basically a final discussion on the top five Yankees at each position. And I just kind of wanted to make that a little bit different than this one. And obviously, like I said last week, I didn't want to have Mickey Mantle or Joe DiMaggio um, like I, I wanted to pick between one or the other in center field, and that's it. They couldn't play left or right field. In this episode, I could have Mickey Mantle playing left field and uh, Jordan Wiseau playing right if I want to. So anyways, that's basically how uh, I wanted to go about having um, this episode of my all-time Yankees dream team because there are a ton of options you can have. Um, the, the Yankees have been blessed with such a great uh, bunch of great players throughout their entire history. Um, so, I mean, you can really, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can create a Yankees dream team. Um, and you can feel free to share your own uh, Yankees dream team on Twitter at HistoricNYY or on Facebook or Instagram um, at Historic Pinstripes. And you can feel free to, sh- to share on email if you prefer as well at HistoricPinstripes at gmail.com. I would love to hear your own Yankees dream teams. Um, because I feel like it's kind of interesting just to see, um, you know, what, where, who everybody's favorite players are and just not even favorite players, but just like who, what, what everyone's favorite Yankee dream team is, because when you're making out a roster and, and just kind of making it, it's just basically kind of fun to just to kind of like dream up, uh, like a, a Yankee roster for like their history. So anyways, without further deliberation, let's get on with this week's episode on my all time Yankee dream team. Starting in left field, I would have Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle would be my center fielder. And the reason why I figure Mickey Mantle would be my center fielder is because obviously you're, um, you know, with, with this team, you don't know where the, the games will be played. If they be if they would be played in the fifties or sixties or seventies, you know, center field back then. But even center field now, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of room out there. But even more so back then because they had the monuments out in center field that they would have to run around, especially in the seventies. Um, but even in the fifties and sixties, that 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 uh, I think left center field used to go to almost 500 feet. Um, but anyways. I figure Mickey Mantle. I mean, there. I don't think it. I don't think there was that many people who were faster than Mickey Mantle. He was one of the fastest outfielders probably ever, um, and uh, and also he had a cannon for an arm. And I believe um, that's probably. I don't think Joe DiMaggio had the strongest arm, but I'm sure he had a pretty decent arm. However, I um, from what I've heard, Joe DiMaggio was a great. Uh, he was a very smart outfielder, and he knew exactly where like what routes to run and he knew exactly where to go like like he knew where to be and uh, um so Joe DiMaggio was a uh, I feel like he, if any if any if uh either of them could be a great left fielder I mean they could both obviously be great left fielders but I would pick Joe DiMaggio in left field and Mickey Mantle in center especially because in Yankee Stadium 
even now in Yankee Stadium, there's a lot of room to cover. And Mickey Mantle with his speed, it, it's hard not to want to put him out there in center field. But you really could, you could just basically go um, have Mickey in left one day and Joe in center too. So it really doesn't even matter. But for just the sake of this episode, I would I would put Joe Deesh for the most part in left field and Mickey in center field. And I would have Babe Ruth in right field because I feel like Babe Ruth is, you know, the greatest offensive player of all time. And defensively, Earlier in his career, I don't think he was quite as bad as people think. I think he was probably a pretty decent outfielder. This maybe not like a gold glover. Um, uh, but anyways, so you got Ruth, Mantle, and Joe DiMaggio in the outfield. Reggie Jackson is my designated hitter. Lou Gehrig as my first baseman. Willie Randolph as my second baseman. Um, Derek Jeter as my shortstop. And Alex Rodriguez as my third baseman. Um, and uh, my catcher would be Yogi Berra. Um, and as far as my bench goes, I would have the backup catcher, Thurman Munson, um, my backup first baseman, with, which obviously with Lou Gehrig, you really don't need a backup first baseman. But um, again, for the show, I would have Don Mattingly as my backup first baseman, and Phil Rizzuto would be my backup middle infielder. Um, Rizzuto I almost picked as my starting second baseman, but I, I just figured I kind of would go with the guy like Willie Randolph kind of to balance out the lineup. I mean, not really that you don't really need to balance out the lineup, but at the same time, Randolph, um, he was a very, very good leadoff hitter for the Yankees for for a lot of years, and he was a great defensive player. Um, so I feel like he would definitely be, be a great addition to this Yankee team. And Rizzuto, when he played, the offense wasn't really a um, – I mean, the offense was always a plus for shortstops in those days. Also, Rizzuto was a great defensive player as well, um, probably even better than Derek Jeter was defensively, and um, he was also very fast as well. But, of course, with this team, you could have a 1,000 different starting lineups, or maybe not a 1,000, but you could have a ton of different starting lineups with this team. Greg Nettles is my backup third baseman, of course, and, again, just like uh, Rizzuto, you could have, he could start. I mean, really, with this team, you could probably, at certain positions, like A-Rod and uh, Greg Nettles, you could kind of platoon because one's righty and one left, one's lefty. Um, Alex Rodriguez, of course, I mean, you, even though he did have that cloud of performance-enhancing drugs, and rightfully so, because he, he did um, use them, and, you know, he was suspended and all that. But, I mean, offensively, overall, he was, probably was still better than Greg. Offensively, he, you still kind of, you still have, you can't, you got to give A-Rod his due. He was a great offensive player um, overall throughout his career. Um, I, and I would say you, you could probably was maybe a little bit better than uh, Greg Nettles, at least from the contact side. Um, as a power hitter, Greg Nettles was a very good power hitter, and obviously with him being a left-handed hitter, Yankee Stadium helped with that a little bit too, I'm sure, but I'm sure it helped A-Rod as well because A-Rod had that opposite field approach a little bit um, in his swing. Um, however, you know, PEDs also, I'm sure, helped him as well. Um, however, A-Rod was still a great baseball player, and um, uh, but between A-Rod and Nettles, I would say A-Rod was probably the better all-around offensive player, and Greg Nettles was a um, better defensive third baseman. Greg Nettles was actually probably the greatest defensive third baseman in Yankees history. Roger Maris I would have as my backup outfielder. Um, you know, Roger Maris, is, he's probably actually a better defensive right fielder than Babe Ruth really ever was, but I mean... Offensively, I mean, with everything that Babe Ruth accomplished, you had to put him out there in right field. But Roger Maris could play any one of those positions, left field, right field, or center field. And a lot of times throughout 
um, his time with the Yankees from, I think, 1960 to 1965 or so, I believe he, he finished, 1966 or 65, I believe. But whenever Mickey was hurt, um, they would have Marjorie Maris move from as the starting right fielder to the starting center fielder. And, you know, because Roger Maris was a great defensive outfielder, no matter where he played. And he just, he, he could, he was just a very good defensive player. Um, so, I mean, you could move him around throw all those positions. So I feel like he would be the perfect fit as a uh, backup outfielder for them. And a lot of these guys, too, you could use the DH um, to kind of put the, get these other guys in the lineup. And you could also kind of do like what Casey Stengel did in the 1950s. And uh, you could kind of platoon a lot of these guys. Like, for instance, Lou Gehrig, um, obviously Lou Gehrig and Don Mattingly can't really do that. But, I mean, of course, this is the, my ultimate dream team, so you can get Don Mattingly in there maybe as a DH or an outfielder. But you could also put him in at first base, too, because it's just, it's, this is just all for fun and just trying to think of dif- different ways to get these guys in the lineup. You could also put um, Greg Nettles um, if, against righties and A-Rod against lefties. Um, you could put Roger Maris... You, you could have him come in uh, as a defensive replacement for Babe Ruth. You could have uh, it, you could do things a ton of different ways. So it's just kind of fun. Just to, but we're getting to that a little bit more a little bit later. As for the starting rotation, I would have Whitey Ford, the chairman of the board, as my number one starter. Red Ruffing would be my number two starter, who is probably, if not the greatest right-handed starting pitcher for the Yankees, uh, definitely one of the top. One of the top two greatest uh, right-handed pitchers for the Yankees, but I would say he's probably the number one because Red Ruffing. I didn't realize how good he was um, as as a starting pitcher. He had some great numbers, and I can see why he was a Hall of Famer. Uh, so I would have Whitey Ford and Red Ruffing at the top of the rotation. Uh, Ron Guidry as my number three starter, um, of course, uh, otherwise known as Gator. Mel Stoudemire would be my number four starter. And Mel Stoudemire I decided to go with, instead of last week I chose Andy Pettit as the fifth starter. Um, but Mel Stoudemire I decided to go with this week because I kind of wanted to round out the rotation and have it more balanced, like have a lefty-righty, lefty-righty, lefty. Because um, the next starter would be Lefty Gomez. So I feel like with Mel Stoudemire, he, he really, he was a great starting pitcher in his day. And not a lot of, People know how great Mel Stoudemire was as a starting pitcher for the Yankees, unless you saw him pitch or just had heard of it. Because Mel Stoudemire um, pitched during a time where the Yankees really didn't have very many good teams. And it was actually in between that time when the Yankees, I think um, they were owned by CBS. I believe Michael Burke owned the team. And he hadn't sold the team to to uh, George Steinbrenner yet in his camp. Um and uh, so the Yankees really had some tough years. And obviously, a lot of the older players like Whitey Ford, Mickey Mantle, um, Roger Maris, who they ended up, um, I think, trading back to St. Louis, um, to, uh, like in the late 60s. So they had a lot of aging veterans. Uh, Yogi Berra retired. So they, they really kind of had to start rebuilding a little bit more. And they didn't, weren't really putting their money into the Yankees like they used to. So, I mean... Um, Mel Stoudemire, though, he was, despite all of that, he had some very good years, but he didn't really get a lot of the run support that he, that he, if he, if he had, he probably would have had even better numbers, and maybe he would have even been a Hall of Famer. Um, however, I mean, uh, I mean, with that said, he did only pitch 11 seasons in his career, um, but he, he was a very good, well, probably one of the Yankees' better starting right-handed pitchers, um, 
And, uh, of course, like I said, Lefty Gomez would be my fifth starter. So it would be Whitey Ford, Red Ruffing, Ron Guidry, Bell Stoudemire, and Lefty Gomez in my rotation. My bullpen would be Mariano Rivera as the closer. Goose Gossage as the setup man. Sparky Lyle as another setup man. Of course, those three, just, that's basically kind of um, just, just uh, systematic. Um, really, all you need is those three guys. But for the sake of this, uh, I, I'm choosing the, as this as a roster. My last three guys on the roster is Allie Reynolds. Allie Reynolds was known as a great starting pitcher and a great reliever as well. Um, so I feel like he could be kind of like a long man, spot starter, starting pitcher, um, middle reliever. So he could fill in a bunch of different roles. Of course, with this team too, you don't really need a lot of relievers too because with those starting pitchers that I mentioned, Weddy Ford, Red Ruffing, Ron Guidry, Mel Stoudemire, Lefty Gomez, they were used to going um, like seven, eight, nine innings all the time. Especially Ford, he would like he would pitch a lot of complete games. Gator as well, all of them really. Um, at Romero Mendoza, I would have him as a long man, um, and again another spot starter, long man as well. Um, pitched on those late 1990 Yankee dynasty teams um, from '96 to '98, I believe. I don't think he was there in '99, but he was uh, very useful for Joe Torre um, uh, whenever the Yankees needed someone to fill in as a spot starter or someone got hurt or if someone if they just needed someone to fill in and until the offense could get them back into the game and um Romero Mendoza always he he knew he could rely on him and that's kind of a tough role sometimes to fill um so I that's why I figured I'd give him a spot there and then I put Dave Rigetti as my second lefty in the bullpen and Dave Rigetti was a he was a he was a good starting pitcher uh, I don't think he really became the starting pitcher that they thought he would be, but he was a pretty also a pretty good closer later in his Yankees tenure before the Yankees ended up moving on. So that would be my Yankee roster overall. As for the Yankee lineups, um, as I was mentioning, I would I would kind of do like what Casey Stengel used to do with the 1950 teams, and basically because this is kind of like an it's just a stacked roster. You know, it's, it's all the Yankees' greatest players of all time. So I would just kind of platoon a lot of the guys. Um, there are some guys I probably would keep in there all the time, like Mickey Mano and Joe DiMaggio. For instance, against lefties, I would have Willie Randolph as the leadoff hitter, Joe DiMaggio playing left field, batting second, Babe Ruth batting third, playing right field, maybe sometimes as a designated hitter, but mostly as a right fielder. Um, uh, Lou Gehrig as my first baseman, and he would be batting cleanup. Mickey Mano batting fifth, playing center field. The catcher against lefties. Um, would be Thurman Munson, and then uh, against lefties as well, the batting sixth, um, third baseman would be Alex Rodriguez, and batting eighth, right, uh, designated hitter or right fielder, Reggie Jackson, and batting ninth is the shortstop, Derek Jeter. And um, basically I put Derek Jeter as the number nine hitter because it kind of uh, like it's good to have a, a, a speedy guy at the bottom of the order to kind of like turn the lineup around. Um, but because a lot of times too, when the inning starts and ends, it doesn't necessarily like it's not necessarily always a one-two-three inning. So I mean, sometimes your leadoff hitter will be like Lou Gehrig, or but a lot of times the number nine hitter sometimes will end up being the, the leadoff guy. So it's good to have a couple of different leadoff hitters. And like even with this team, you've got a lot of power hitters like Mantle, Gehrig, Ruth, uh, even DiMaggio, Reggie Jackson, uh, really all the guys like from two to eight, uh, from Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mano, 
Thurman Munson, Alex Rodriguez, and Reggie Jackson, they can all hit for power. They have a ton of power. Even Derek Jeter has a ton of power. Um, well, maybe not a ton of power, but he's got, he's got some power as well. But he also brings an element of contact and speed where he can kind of bring it back and they can get some runners on base for Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio, I feel like I put him toward the top of the order because he's a contact hitter mostly, even though he can hit for power. And when Joe DiMaggio played in Yankee Stadium in left center field, I think when he started, it was like over 500 feet. That's why they called it Death Valley. Of course, they moved it back in, I think, around 1936 or 37. But it was still quite deep out there. Um, but they kept moving it back to a decent number. I think it's like ended up going down to like 485 or something like that. Um, however, I mean, the Joe, DiMaggio, so Joe DiMaggio, and he did have 47 home runs one year, I believe, and... I think he had 41 home runs and 47 home runs once, I believe. I'm not sure. but So he does have some power, um, but Yankee, playing in Yankee Stadium for the for all those years probably hurt him in that department. So he probably could have had a lot more home runs than he did, especially nowadays like with the baseball stadiums nowadays. A lot of them seem to be smaller, and I, I, I feel like he probably could have hit a lot more home runs, especially with the way the new Yankee Stadium is. Um, but anyways, uh, moving on, I, Babe Ruth, of course, uh, I have him batting third mostly, and um, you don't really need to platoon with him. Of course, with Babe Ruth, though, like at the end of the game, you could have Roger Maris come in for defense, uh, Lou Gehrig at first base, and Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle's a switcher, so he kind of breaks up the lineup. Um, Willie Randolph, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, Thurman Munson, Alex Rodriguez, Reggie Jackson, and... Derek Jeter. And for right-handed hitters, I would have Willie Randolph again batting leadoff. Joe DiMaggio in left field batting second. Mickey Mano batting third. Um, Babe Ruth uh, batting fourth. And then Lou Gehrig batting fifth. Yogi Berra batting uh, sixth as the catcher. Reggie Jackson as the designated hitter. And Greg Nettles as the third baseman batting eighth. And then Derek Jeter, of course, playing shortstop and batting ninth. And of course, you know you can you can arrange this lineup a bunch of different ways. I mean, there's the, the there's so many there's so much talent on this team. You could even have like uh, like Phil Rizzuto. You could even have if you had Phil Rizzuto in the lineup as the shortstop. I mean, you could probably just keep him right in the ninth spot um, because I mean he was kind of similar to Jeter. He's probably even more of a contact hitter than Jeter maybe because Jeter did have some power, as I said before. Um, but anyways, so. That, that's just one you could, you could do a bunch of different things you could even have Don Mattingly in there maybe as the DH um and you could even DH Garrick if you wanted to but I mean you don't really need to do that um so there's there's a bunch of different ways you can go with this team um as for my manager for this team I would probably have Joe Torrey as my manager because I feel like he'd be the best guy to manage especially a team with a bunch of stars like kind of like the late 90s teams that he had one of the reasons why Joe Torrey was so good even with the teams after the late 90s, like they had a lot of great teams after that um, that sometimes people forget about because they really didn't do as well after 2001. Um, but they had a lot, they had some very good teams after that as well. Um, but they also had a lot of guys that they would sign and and maybe it just didn't work out as well. But like um, they would have guys like Jason Giambi, Gary Sheffield, and, uh, you know, um, Joe Torre was very good at just very good he was just very good with players and he was definitely a players manager he, was, he knew how to how to handle players who had some egos and 
and he just he like, like even with a rod and he just he just knew how to handle a lot of the, the he just knew how to handle the clubhouse and and the players respected him and i feel like he'd be a perfect manager and don zimmer i would have as the bench coach and the catcher catching instructor i would have as bill dickey and for general manager you really don't need a general manager for this team um but i mean if i were to pick one i guess i would pick i'd probably pick ed barrow um, or Brian Cashman even, but you really don't need a general manager for this team. Um, however, I mean, just, I guess if you're going on with, if I wanted to name the coaching staff, I, for a hitting coach and a pitching coach without naming anybody that's already on the roster, I guess as a hitting coach, I would probably maybe name Chris Chambliss or Kevin Long um, or Larry Rothschild as the pitching coach maybe, but you really don't need a pitching coach or a hitting coach for this team either. Um, again, I mean, this this is just kind of a fun little exercise to do. It's just something I've always kind of wanted to talk about. And, you know, you can feel free to, sh- like I said, feel free to share your own um, Yankee Dream Teams. And you can feel free to email them at historicpinstripes at gmail.com. Again, my Yankee Dream Team overall, it's basically just Joe DiMaggio in left field, Mickey Mantle in center, Babe Ruth in right field, A-Rod or Greg Nettles at third base, um, Basically, I feel like you can platoon them both, depending on if it's a lefty or a righty, or how each one of them is hitting. Derek Jeter at shortstop, Willie Randolph as my second baseman, um, and then I'd have Lou Gehrig at first base, and Yogi Berra behind the plate. Then I'd have Thurman Munson as my backup catcher, and again, Thurman Munson and Yogi Berra even, you could you could platoon those two guys as well, because it's righty-lefty, um, so, you, so you can kind of... Just, and you can kind of just switch the lineup around if you wanted. Um, but anyways, he'd be my backup catcher. Don Mattingly at first base. Rizzuto as my middle infielder. Uh, backup for those two positions, second base and thir- second base and shortstop. Um, Greg Nettles at third base as my backup again, like I said. Um, and Roger Maris as my backup outfielder. And uh, my designated hitter as well was Reggie Jackson. Starting rotation, Whitey Ford, roughing, uh, Red Ruffing and Mel Stoudemire, and Lefty Gomez. And my bullpen would start with Mariano Rivera, Goose Gossage, and Sparky Lyle, and also would be Romero Mendoza, Ali Reynolds, um, Dave Rigetti. And uh, that would be basically my Yankee Dream Team. What's your Yankees Dream Team? And one last thing I wanted to mention was that the Historic Pinstripes is a proud member of the 4041 Media family with other podcasts such as Movie Theater Time Machine, um, Psych Your Crime, Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer Nick, Free Your Geek, um, and a bunch of other streamers. Um, and you can feel free to look up 4041 Media at www.4041media.com. Um, so, again, as always, thank you all for listening, everybody, and have a great day. And go Yankees! Go Yankees!